What's wrong? What is it? Is it bad? Real bad? Parents? Yeah. What did they do to you? They ignore me. And that's from The Breakfast Club. And you know, abuse comes in different forms. And this isn't physical or sexual abuse. But what happens if your parents or someone in your life is treating you as if you're non-existent and you haven't done anything wrong? It's because, maybe it's because you're a good person that they're treating you as uh, contemptible. Maybe they haven't achieved the same character values as you and they just want to put you down. How do you deal with that? Uh, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness and I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions on anything that's upsetting your day, your life, your relationships, or maybe you're a little upset with yourself. And right now I want to invite Pete to the phone. Uh, Pete, you're dealing with uh, difficulty with your wife. She's cruel to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, what's going on? Oh, um, well, if I say something to her, like, it's a sunny day, and we're sitting outside, she'll say, no, it's not, and then she'll repeat and say, it's a sunny day. But she'll just count anything I say, no matter what it is. Uh, We're driving down the road, I tell her there's a gas station three miles away. She'll say, no, there's not a gas station there. You don't know anything. You're stupid. You're crazy. Blah, blah. You're stupid. Dumb, 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 and all these other things. And then we'll go around the corner, and there's the gas station. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, anything. I mean, simple little things. So they have to anything from uh, doing simple math for figuring out uh, the balance on a checkbook or the tip, the fifteen percent. Right. Uh, uh, she's physically abusive. Uh, we're walking through the parking lot, and uh, we're, I'm holding her hand, and she lets go, and she and we just had a nice meal, and I don't know what happened, but she just comes up from behind me and literally body checks me like a hockey player Yeah, and, and sends me sailing into a pickup truck where my knee hits the bumper hitch. So she's crossed the line. She's not just verbally abusive, but she's physically abusive to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She slammed the car door on my hand and uh, I had to get stitches and all that. And so ha- Yeah, go and ahead. It says, get up, you're embarrassing me. And oh. then I, I get up. I don't, I don't know. Okay. The question is, how long have you been married? I've got a few questions. How long? About 10 years. 10 years. And has it been this way all the way along, or was there a a honeymoon period earlier on? Yeah, there was a part where she was a little angel, you know, a great little friend and a confidant. And then I found out later on that everything I was telling her in confidence, it was nothing really important, but it was just a little private thing that, I would confide in her. She would um, spill that on to her coworkers and and friends. So she would broadcast what should have been uh, an intimate con- uh, relationship between the the two of you, where you feel free to let down your hair and talk about what's privately on your mind, and you don't want it broadcast elsewhere. So the que- I guess the question is: You've been married ten years, and it soured. Even when she was an angel, you discovered that the angel had uh, devil devil underpinnings and that she was uh, basically betraying you and she didn't know how to 
appreciate you or run a good relationship. Do you think you played any role in this, Pete? Well, um, I, I, I don't know because I think I, I just, um, I knew her from college and and I loved her then. So I, I don't know, maybe I was make, trying to make up for the for when we separated, I don't know. Um, and she got me to quit my job. I was making really good money. Yeah. And, and go to some other job. And she said, oh, I'll show you how to do this job. Well, she never did. She would just get angry with me when I would ask her for assistance. So it sounds like she's envious of you. She's trying to take away uh, very top values of yours, such as your career. Um, how close have you come to leaving her? Oh, um, I, quite a few times. Actually, I, I quit my job and I started doing something where I travel all the time now. Yeah. So, um, you know, but I don't want to. I don't want to leave, but I do want to leave. Okay, so that's the state of feeling ambivalent. There are reasons in your mind why you want to stay. There are reasons why you want to live. I mean, leave. Um, you've been married 10 years. Do you have kids together? No, with the previous marriage, but they're all grown up. Okay, so uh, thank your lucky stars. <laughs> because yeah. um, here, here is uh, what I would recommend doing. Uh, there is no reason to stay in a romantic relationship when it is anything but. However, you need to give it some really careful thought, which you know. And, and you need to do what's called explore your own ambivalence. And um, I've written a book with Dr. Ed Locke, which is, you know, it's going to sound crazy because it's going to sound like I'm on your wife's side, but I'm not. The Self-Valuing Path to Romance, but it's actually, we named it The Selfish Path to Romance, and your wife would not be in the category of selfish, she would be self-destructive in my book. It's How to Love with Passion and Reason. But what we have at the end of the book is an appendix, Pete. And the, I'm going to give you these in order. Uh, you can always listen to the podcast again at drkenner.com if you can't get them down right away. But first, you want to get in a private area, maybe go to a coffee shop or someplace where you are far away from her. <laughs> I, you say you travel. And identify the reasons on paper why you're considering a divorce. You want to make sure she never finds this paper. You can shred it afterwards. But get out all... Pardon? No problem. Yeah, you just let it fly uncensored. Nobody else is going to see this but you, so you don't have to be tactful. You just name all the reasons why you're considering a divorce, and it may include a lot of examples of her uh, slamming your hand in a door and then telling you to shut up. It may, you know, the examples you've been giving me, calling you names, discounting you, uh, body checking you. I mean, she sounds like a nightmare to live with. Um, and then, then the hard part is the next part, which is you want to identify what's keeping you there. What are the what are the barriers keeping you in an unsatisfactory relationship? Now, those barriers are fascinating to look at, and they we have different categories at the end of uh, my book. One of them is nostalgia. You once had a good relationship and you can remember the warmer moments, the sexy moments, the friendly moments, the confidant moments. And if you think of those moments out of context, you're going to be forever questioning yourself. Um, 
Another reason is feeling like you had marriage vows till death do us part and you feel guilty breaking your marriage vows, but nobody, nobody has a right to keep you in a relationship that is, uh, is abusive. Um, another may be fear of being alone, worrying about financial partners, or fear of hurting the abusing partner in your case. Fear of upsetting your family and friends. So that is, you, you just look at any barrier. What's keeping me here? So you look at the, are, are you still with me, Pete? Yes, I'm just, I'm shaking my head, yes. Okay, I wish I could see you. Um, so you identify the reasons you're considering uh, leaving a divorce. You're considering the barriers keeping you in a bad relationship. And then the third thing you do is put all that evidence together the reasons why you want to leave and the reasons that keep you stuck there and make a decision. And then after that, you want to figure out how to safely break the news to a partner. You definitely need a good strategy. You may even want to find a therapist for yourself to figure out how to break the news in a safe way. And you try to set up a respectful atmosphere that's not always possible when you've got an abusive, uh, maybe a narcissistic partner. You know, I don't it, that way you're describing her. She sounds abu- very abusive. And then you can you go f- public with family and friends. You make an action plan. Um, and there, there's a lot of good information in the book. So again, my and then it, we have how do you start over again too? You want to how do you take new steps towards your own genuine romantic happiness and don't make the same mistake again? So listen, I hope that helps you. You can go to uh, my website uh, selfishromance.com. I wrote it with Doctor Ed Locke. And thank you for your call, Pete. Okay, thank you. I appreciate your time and your information. And that's one of the things I was thinking about was starting over because I'm, you know, yeah. I've been- Okay, you know what? Hold on. I'll talk with you. I'll talk with you during the break. Are you looking to get into a new relationship? Well, pick up this book, The Selfish Path to Romance, with Dr. Ellen Kenner and with Dr. Edward Locke. The first chapter is free online. Go to her website. It's drkenner.com. This book, without question, is important for those in a healthy relationship or maybe those that are seeking a healthy, loving, mature relationship. Do you find that you're always picking the wrong partner? Or maybe it's someone that you know, choosing the right partner, how to cherish your partner, creating intimacy. It's Dr. Ellen Kenner, The Selfish Path to Romance, available on Amazon right now. Romance doesn't just happen. This book brings you closer to the passion, love, excitement you desire in a romantic relationship. Listen, before you join a dating service, first, read Dr. Kenner's book. The first chapter is free online. Go to her website, drkenner.com, available on Amazon right now.